0: Hello and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode we're talking about the Tangled Web of Tom DeLonge. Now, that's correct, the Tangled Web of Tom DeLonge. Now, for many people, they know Tom from his 90s band Blink-182. And people in the UFO community probably know him from a UFO company he created called To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science. and Often people just call it To the Stars. Now, if we go to Wikipedia, and I'll put the link there in the Buy Me a Coffee website, it tells us that that this company was founded in 2017. It says it was founded as a public benefit corporation by Tom Simavan, a former senior intelligence officer with the CIA. So right off the bat, we see Tom is tied up with a former CIA officer. It says also Harold E. Putoff, we've heard about him many times, and Tom DeLong. The entertainment division was created by acquiring DeLong's previous company, To the Stars Incorporated. So from the very beginning you have this kind of convoluted startup from Tom DeLong where he starts off with this To the Stars Corporation and then they that thing evolves into this uh To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science where he's involving this retired uh, CIA officer, Jim Simavan and then also Harold Putoff. He has a long history with intelligence community and UFO stuff. In September 7, 2017, it says the company began offering $50 million worth of public stock through a Regulations A-plus equity crowdfunding campaign. According to SAC filings, as of, oct- of October 2018, only $1 million of those shares had been sold, and the company had a $37.4 million deficit, largely from a stock incentive plan for its employees, prompting Ars Technica and Vice to question its financial sustainability. Now think about that. They, they, they put this company together. They say they want to go public, and they're going to offer $50 million worth of stock. Well, nobody's biting. Looks like maybe they sold a $1 million, a million dollars worth, they said. And in the meantime, the company ends up with a debt, a deficit, $37.4 million largely from a stock incentive plan for its employees. Now, I don't know about you, but I personally wouldn't want to invest in a company that when they go public, the first thing they want to do is pay off the employees with a $50 million pay package. That's just me. But that's just another one of these things that I keep finding out about Tom That nothing personal i'm not trying to slander the guy or defame him it's just not somebody that i want to be the face of the ufo investig investigative community it's just i'm just not about that This nothing personal now for our discussion we learned something that i believe is even more important we learned about the movers and shakers in tom's world you know we're talking about people who help run the stars and we find those people on this same wikipedia page now check this out we found we found tom's the guys that started his company but here The founder, of course, is Tom DeLonge and Harold Putoff and John Simivan. And then, look who has listed under key people. Louis Elizondo, Steve Justice, Chris Meiser, and Christopher Mellon. Now, two of the big names here that we're looking at today are Louis Elizondo and Christopher Mellon. You know, I've talked about these two guys before. They're the two guys that were all tied up with this, you know, release of the Tic Tac video reportedly. the, The passing off in the Pentagon parking lot, all that. I've been critical of Louis Elizondo and his his job resume. Some of the, the craziness telling us that we're going to find out about the whole UFO thing and people are going to lose religion over it, literally. So I've not been a big fan of Louis or Christopher Mellon. I view Mellon basically as a lifetime deep state employee with a family history to match. That's just me. Not the people that I want in the UFO community telling me what to expect. Now, put off Elizondo and Mellon are the three names of particular interest, like I said. But of course, I've covered Elizondo and Mellon, you know, a lot. And this, I think, just shows they're tied up with Tom DeLonge. Just, it's just, you can't separate these guys. They're, they're just like monkeys in a barrel to me. Now this brings me to my main point, and w- what do we make of Avi Loeb's recent claims that he very well may have discovered the UFO crash material at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean during his last, his last exhibition. Remember that exhibition down there by Papua New Guinea. It was funded by a cryptocurrency tycoon, Charles Hoskinson. Now, I'm a big fan of Charles Hoskinson. I own uh, Cardano cryptocurrency, just full disclosure. Now you find this article from businessinsider.com. Once again, links up, by me a coffee. Harvard astrophysicist says he may have found alien tech from a meteor that crashed in the Pacific in 2014. Harvard astrophysicist Avila believes that he may have found alien technology. It gives you the headlines here. Now it says a Harvard astrophysicist believes he may have discovered pieces of alien technology from a meteor that landed off the coast of Papua New Guinea in 2014. During a search for the meteor known as one M One, Avi Loeb said his team found ten tiny spheres, mainly made out of iron. Quote, when you look at them through a microscope, they look very distinct from the background, Loeb told CBS News Boston. They have colors of gold, blue, brown, and some of them resemble a miniature of the Earth. The fact that it was made of materials tougher than even iron meteorites and moving faster than ninety percent of ninety five percent of all stars in the vicinity of the sun suggest potentially it could be a spacecraft from another civilization or some technological gadget. Loeb's team worked with the government to establish a uh, ten kilometer which is a six mile range within the meteor and when within which the meteor could have landed, then they traveled to and searched that area on a boat called the Silver Star. Now notice it says here he worked with the government. So you know, Avi Loeb's a big time uh, professor from Harvard. He has a government contacts, obviously, and the government used their spy network, let's just be honest, to tell him exactly where this meteorite went in the water at. So that kind of gives you an idea of the uh, capabilities that the U.S. government has to spy on stuff when they can track down the exact location of uh, what a basketball-sized meteor meteorite from back in 2014. Just a thought. It says, but but yet they can't tell us whether or not what was shot down over Alaska was actually a UFO. They used magnets to comb the seabed and found the 10 spherials he believed could be alien tech. The U.S. Space Command said it was 99.999% that the fragments came from another solar system per CBS. You look at these little spheres, they're, they're tiny little, almost like BBs, but they're even smaller, I think. Lob compared the situation to NASA's Voyager spacecraft. He says they will exit the solar system in ten thousand years. Think about that. Ten thousand years for those NASA Voyager craft to even escape the solar system. This is unimaginably large. Just imagine them colliding with another planet far away a billion years from now, he said. They could appear as a meteor. It will take us tens of thousands of years to exit our solar system with our current spacecraft to another star, the astrophysicist added. This material spent that time arriving to us, but it's already here. Loeb, known as the Alien Hunter of Harvard, according to The Independent, is a member of the President's Council of Advisors on Science and Technology and leads the Galileo Project. Now remember that name, Galileo Project, which searches for physical examples of aliens in their tech. So here we have this bleeding over between academia and the government. You can just see these guys are so tied in together, even though I do have a lot of respect for his work. He's repeatedly said the Owana Mawu, the first interstellar object found passing through our solar system, could be another example of alien tech, as detailed in his book, Extraterrestrial, The First Sign of Intelligent Life Beyond Earth. So, as I said, so here we have a respected academic claiming he may recover, have recovered UFO crash material. Of course, this is huge news and deserves to be scrutinized. But, you know, with somebody with these impressive academic credentials, you know, they deserve our attention. But we also have to look for warning signs that might call into question his claims. And it turns out we don't have to look too far. I can tell you that. I found this article here from Harvard EDU. It goes back to October 30th, 2021. The headline of the article says, The Galileo Project welcomes Christopher Mellon and Louis Elizondo as research affiliates. How about that? That's the Galileo Project. And remember, uh, Charles Hoskin funded this boat ride down there in New Guinea, where they found this really cool stuff that might be crash material from a UFO it's called the Galileo Project. And it turns out that these guys were brought on that project three years ago. I, mean, I guess I don't get it. Now, I have to tell you that when I read this headline, the the alarm bells, they went off for me. I mean, I can understand why Mellon might have been brought on board considering his resume. You know, Mellon, he goes way back. But Elizondo is too far of a reach for me. And I tell you, to be brutally honest... I mean, considering the total lack of accountability for these guys, you know, providing any kind of chain of custody for that video uh, of the tick, of the Tic Tac video to TSSA, um, I just don't. I just don't know why you would bring these guys on board to a project that's going to give us disclosure. I mean. I want people on board a project like this who are transparent, not people who are doing sketchy stuff behind the scenes. It goes on, it talks a little bit about here. It says, the "The Galileo project will greatly benefit from the broad knowledge based on the wisdom of Elizondo and Mellon, said Professor Loeb. We all share the goal of identifying the nature of UAP and of anomalous interstellar objects like Anawano. As research affiliates, So Ellie's a research affiliate, and Mellon intend to support the Galileo Project's mission through the selection of sites where the UAP scope systems will be located and assessing the societal implications of the data if the extraterrestrial technology, signatures, or artifacts are discovered. Now remember, the Galileo Project, they're talking about putting up cameras everywhere where they can just like 3D everything. And so, uh, yeah, societal implications of the data like video that you've taken clandestinely at people's houses when you're supposed to be looking for UFOs. I don't know. That seems seems so sketchy to me. Now it says the Galileo Project under the leadership of Dr. Loeb is precisely the direction our scientific and academic communities should be taking regarding this topic. Deliberate and methodical research along with strict rigor will help ensure that tenets of the scientific method are followed and the spirit of science remains preserved, said Mr. Elizondo. I can say a lot of things about Mr. Elizondo, but I'm not sure that strictly adhering to the scientific scientific method is his best suit. It says, It is deeply gratifying to be associated with this unprecedented effort by leading academic scientists to rigorously assess a phenomena that has for far too long suffered from inappropriate stigma and fear It takes a renowned and courageous scientist of Dr. Loeb's stature to confront orthodoxy and explore possibilities that genuinely have the potential to transform our understanding of the universe and humanity's place within it. I'm thrilled to be part of the team, added Mellon. And then it goes on. It says Louis Elizondo is a former counterintelligence spatial agent and the former director of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. He served in the U.S. Army and intelligence for 20 years, followed by nine years of defense intelligence work in Pentagon. In 2017, Elizondo resigned from his position in the office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence, citing the need for more public exposure and governmental cooperation and study UAP. In the private sector, Elizondo was responsible for the distribution of the declassified Pentagon videos. He has served as advisor and public speaker across numerous programs. They just gloss over that. Elizondo was responsible for the distribution of the declassified Pentagon videos. So the, the story is that Elizondo handed off the videos in a brown paper bag to Mellon, and Mellon took it to the New York Times, and then they distributed it from there to Tom DeLonge. Two of the stars, Tom Tom DeLong, then distributed that video all over the internet. But keep in mind, he put a big fat watermark of the Two the Stars Academy, his company logo, on that watermark. So he got millions and millions and millions of views, advertising his company for free. That's what actually happened. But they're kind of glossing over that here in this Harvard article. Now, Christopher Mellon says, Christopher Mellon brings over 20 years of experience in defense intelligence and national security affairs, including serving as Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense of Intelligence under the Clinton and, and, and George W. Bush administrations. In the private sector, Mellon has outspokenly pushed for the public awareness and government accountability regarding the subject of UAP. Like Elizondo, he has served as advisor and an on-screen expert for numerous documentaries and television programming. Well, he's absolutely a UFO celebrity. I mean, there can be no doubt about that. So, you kind of get the the feeling that I get from that is these guys, you know, they launched their public uh career off of this Tom DeLonge website and you can see uh, this thing has just uh spread like wildfire from that point right there. Now, it says, the Galileo Project for the Systematic Scientific Search for Evidence of of Extraterrestrial Life. We go on a little bit here in the article. It says, it's it's a Harvard-hosted cross-international research project launched in June of 2021 by co-founders Avi Loeb and Frank Lockham, led by science professor Avi Loeb at the Center for Astrophysics, Harvard, and Smithsonian. Well, you know i got some heat on that last smithsonian uh podcast that i did people thinking you know nothing to see here let's move along but i stand by what i said it seems to me like they're covering up a lot of stuff now i can't you know prove exactly what they're covering up but they get an awful lot of money and they still seem to demand having an awful lot of meetings and private we'll just go on from there it says uh talks a little bit about the, the project. It says the Galileo project searches for physical objects, artifacts or traces in addition to electromagnetic, electromagnetic signals associated with extraterrestrial technological equipment. So you can see this project, as much as I respect Dr. Loeb's work in finding what could be crash material from a UFO, his his project this Galileo project is filled with spooks and some of these are the same spooks from Tom DeLong's project like I said you've got it right there from the horse's mouth Louis Elizondo and Christopher Mellon are close associates of Tom DeLong and TTSA and they're tied up with the Galileo project so I don't know where does it end folks now I found this from a blogger he pointed out he says those of us who carefully would see that DeLong's top people were not much better than him in terms of credibility but the media almost never really looks at UFO claims with a skeptical eye. Well, I'm not I I can't go along with that. But he says for reasons never fully unexplained, that to the stars has effectively folded and there was much speculation about what the T T S A alumni alumni rather would do next. Now I it does look like the site really hasn't done anything. It's just kinda of hanging out there in no man's land. And that could be because of the failed the filled. uh you know public uh, stock offering they said that the company's $34 in the whole $34 million rather than a whole and they had the the first thing they wanted to do out of the gate was give the stockholders a $50 million bonus well you know what the good book says uh, the love of money is the root of all evil and when i find an organization that's in that hot pursuit of money while they're claiming to be of the public benefit for the you know for society, it raises some serious red flags for me. But that aside, that's Tom, that's his guys. Now, you, it goes on here, and this blogger says he says we know what at least two of them will be doing. He's talking about the former employees of Two of the Stars, Tom's friends, and he says uh, the Galileo project of Dr. Avi Loeb in Harvard announced that Louis Elizondo and Christopher Mellon, formerly of TTSA. Would be joining them that's the article that we just read and goes through and kind of repeats the same thing so anyway you can read the the blog post it's kind of involved i put a link to it but basically what the guy says he goes through the whole uh, press release from harvard and then he says they just forgot to include one thing and that is the most recent employer of uh, louis elizondo and chris mellon they were working at ttsa to the stars academy run by Tom DeLonge. Why would they do that? If these guys are so famous, why not put all of their accomplishments on that? If you're proud of working for Tom DeLonge, why not tell the world, hey, I work for Tom DeLonge? Well, maybe it's because there was a failed stock offering. Maybe it's because they've lost credibility or maybe it's because of this whole business about Tom DeLonge getting those videos from these two Deep State employees or one current, one former Deep State employee. Now, there was a Facebook post on Vice and uh, I went ahead and put that up there and it shows a picture of Chris Millen and it says Chris Millon is a member of Tom Longs to the Stars Academy and claims he got the video in the Pentagon parking lot. There you have it. Admitting that he got the videos in the parking lot in the Pentagon. The only thing that that's left to a scintilla of doubt is whether or not it was Louis Elizondo that handed him those videos and I think it's been it it's my opinion that it's been reported in the media that and yes in fact it was louis elizondo that handed Melon those videos in a parking lot and if i'm mistaken about that or if i've misread something please somebody inform me but this is a sort of cloud of suspicion that you shouldn't really have around a project that's supposed to bring us disclosure now having said this it does seem like tom's been a little bit quiet lately i know he's been doing the tour with the band and all that but i still think we have to examine this connection this tom's web if you will of these of these deep state actors that seem to be going in and out of this to the academy of stars which by it, you know all admission does seem like it's been pretty inactive but the thing was is that tsa is a convenient vehicle to introduce these videos to introduce these players it's almost like you know tom with his uh entertainment background either either was you know this could have been his idea, he could have just been used, but it's as if he's being used to facilitate this narrative that's been given to us. Now, some people might argue that this is web we're talking about, Tom's web, that it's not even his web. They might say that he lacks the skill to even build a web. And you know what? I think you could be right. Maybe Tom's just the fall guy, or the fall spider in this case. I don't know. But this web is here. This this place where all these different actors, these UFO mafia members, or UFO celebrities, if you will, just seem to be tangled up, even into projects that seem, on the surface at least, to have very good intention. A project where they are going out and finding uh, material, possibly UFO crash material, and trying to expose that to the world. All that said, what I got from this whole little mini investigation that I did into Avi Loeb and his Galileo project and finding out, which I probably should have known, that Louis Elizondo and uh, Christopher Mellon had been involved in this project for years and at the same time being associated with Tom DeLonge and all these other actors that we haven't even got into. What I'm seeing is, oh, what a tangled web we weave when at first practice to deceive. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.